You're listening to Guitars and Granola Bars, episode 49, and the season two premiere. Thank you so much for joining me here on Guitars and Granola Bars. I'm your host, Rachel Rambach, and this podcast is for women like me who are balancing a passion-fueled career with being a mom. Hello, I'm so happy to be back with you on the podcast after a pretty long break in between the end of season one and now the beginning of this season. I think by the end of this episode, you'll understand why I took that break. And I just want to thank you for hanging in there with me and returning for more episodes. So if you listened to season one, then you already know that each episode featured a different guest who shared their experiences and advice when it comes to music therapy and parenthood. There will be some interviews here and there, but mostly I'll be going solo, sharing my trials, tribulations, tips, and strategies from the trenches of motherhood and my career as a music therapist and business owner. In the trenches is really the perfect way to describe this past year of my life, during which I became a mom of two and stepped up my career to full tilt all at the same time. I'd like to kick off season two by sharing an essay I wrote for my blog, which I titled The Longest, Shortest, Hardest, Bestest Year. Nothing can prepare you for motherhood and the way it completely overhauls life as you know it. But they should tell you that nothing can prepare you for a second child, no matter how experienced you think you are and they didn't tell me. So I'm telling you just in case you find yourself in that place down the road. After my daughter Mia was born and we brought her home from the hospital, I was ready to get back to real life. None of this hazy newborn hibernation for us, no sir. Of course, we took it easy and mostly stayed home those first few weeks, but I had a very active almost two-year-old and a business getting ready to undergo a huge transition. So I was thrilled that things pretty much went my way in the early months. The hormones didn't hit me nearly as hard as they had after my son Parker's birth, and I felt like myself pretty quickly. Breastfeeding, total breeze. Mia was a sweet and adaptable baby. I was getting a bit more sleep this time too, and even found plenty of time to work, mostly in the wee morning hours after nursing Mia back to sleep. I figured out how to survive and keep two tiny children alive by myself for entire days at a time. I took the summer off in quotation marks as a maternity leave again in quotations. And while I didn't see clients or students, I put in more hours than I can count on the business and on my own personal projects. I didn't even miss a single week of this podcast. Sure, I hadn't had a full night of uninterrupted sleep since before Mia was born, but I wasn't going to let my exhaustion get in the way of my productivity. It was all working beautifully, until it wasn't. All of those things I had been sweeping under the rug, lack of sleep, wacky hormones, absence of time to myself, hit me like a ton of bricks in December. I remember having a total anxiety attack on a Tuesday afternoon, shortly before it was time to go to work. I was standing in the middle of the family room holding Mia, feeling completely paralyzed about how I was going to get through the rest of the day, let alone the coming weeks and months. I honestly had no idea. That was scary, 
but I'm glad it happened. I needed a slap in the face from reality to remind me that I'm human and that it was time to start acting like it. I took a break from all the extra stuff, writing blog posts, the podcast, involvement in organizations, and made no apologies. I did the bare minimum. When I think back on those first six months of Mia's life, I feel mostly happy, but also a tiny bit regretful. Although I spent nearly every waking hour, and there were lots of them, because sleeping is not her strong suit. With her, my mind was elsewhere, more than it should have been. I know that comes with the territory of also having a toddler and running a business, but I probably could have done it better. But you know, hindsight and everything. I didn't set any goals for the new year other than to simplify, streamline, and put self-care first. My family spent a week on a Disney cruise completely cut off from work, email, technology, life on land altogether, which did wonders for my psyche. When we got home, I was ready to start easing back in, but in a healthy way this time. The six months that followed have been so, so much better. Not easier, but definitely better. I still spend almost every waking hour with Mia, and she still isn't sleeping through the night, save for a few hours I see clients and students four days a week, and Parker is home with us on Mondays and Fridays. I completely lost my early morning work sessions since Parker decided that 5.45 a.m. is the perfect wake-up time, but I've gotten smarter about prioritizing and making better use of the little time I do have to work. I'm no longer trying to be superhuman, and I'm much better at asking for help when I need it. Having two kids is humbling in that way. I still don't like admitting I need help, but I grit my teeth and I do it anyway. Never before would I have texted my friend Angie and asked her to wrangle my baby along with her own too while I teach music class because no one else was available to watch her. Again, humility. I have an amazing support network. My husband, who does everything he can to make my life manageable. My parents, especially my mom, who does more for us and the kids than I could ever list here. My in-laws, I'm indebted to my mother-in-law for all of her help in the evening hours when I'm still at work. Beautiful friends, several wonderful babysitters, and a saint of a business partner. Running a business is hard enough, let alone when you're doing it with a mom of two young kids. There seriously aren't enough Starbucks gift cards in the world to repay my business partner, Katie, for the times she has stepped up to cover classes, take care of administrative tasks, bring me caffeine, and be a shoulder to cry on when I'm even more sleep-deprived than usual. This year, we moved well beyond business partners and became work wives, as we often joke. Mia's first year is complete, and it truly took a village to get here. This summer will look a little different than last. I'll be more relaxed, no more midnight painting parties at the new studio. Mia will be mobile, and then in August, she'll be joining her brother at school three days a week. And while I feel a twinge of guilt for looking forward to that, I know having dedicated hours to work will make me a better mom. Then I can truly unplug and enjoy Mondays, Fridays, and weekends with my babies. Yes, it has been the longest and hardest year of my life so far, but like the title states, it has also been the shortest and bestest. Mia completed our family in the most perfect way imaginable. At least, we're mostly sure it's complete. 
and she's grown from a tiny baby to a tiny, almost toddler in the blink of an eye. So that's the essay that I wrote when I was feeling pretty nostalgic about this past year and just really wanted to get those feelings down on paper or out into the World Wide Web, I guess I should say. My goal for season two of the podcast is to just be real with you and to give you a look behind the curtain of what it's like to be a mom in the trenches and to be running a business and trying to figure all of this out the way so many of us are. People look at my Instagram and Facebook posts and they comment on how easy I make it all look and how together I am and they say, how do you do it? And I say, spend five minutes with me and you'll realize that I'm just as much of a hot mess as you are most of the time. I just hide it really well. But this podcast is not for hiding that mess. It's for sharing it with you and talking you through, you know, how I keep it together when I need to and make it work. So please give me a shout out and let me know what you'd like to hear on season two of the podcast. You can see the show notes for this episode and for the rest of them at guitarsandgranolabars.com. And please leave me a comment on that page or email me, rachel at listenlearnmusic.com with your feedback. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rachel Ramback. And last but not least, please consider rating and reviewing the show on iTunes if you liked what you heard. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again soon. The Guitars and Granola Bars podcast is brought to you by Listen and Learn Plus, a premium site for music therapists, music educators, parents, and anyone else who wants to give their clients, students, and children a rich musical experience. Gain instant access to a vast collection of over 200 songs, videos, tutorials, and resources from Listen and Learn Music. Learn more by visiting listenlearnmusic.com join. 